0: So um I have just been having a great uh time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um well first of all, I I guess I'm gonna do this on the show. I meant to drink this Pepto Bismol before we started. Oh. I've been making all kinds of great decisions. Um ugh, ugh, Bismuth. Um so well, first of all, I mean my number one mistake was just I decided to have a box of, um, for lunch, a box of, um, Flamin' Hot Cheetos macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I don't recommend it. I'm not, I'm not a snob guy. I thought it might be like an awesome novelty treat. I feel kind of sick.
1: It was really, really red. It like was, it, it worried me how red it was.
0: It was so red that the pan, the pot was so red. I had to, I had to scrub it like three <laughs> times to get all the red dye out.
1: Wow. Um,
0: so uh, my great aunt Betty died um, uh, yesterday mm-hmm. as of the time we're recording this. Obviously it'd be weird if I was like, by the time you hear this, she will have died the day before i yeah, be very specific. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Betty passed away. She'd been sick for a while. She'd had dementia for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she, uh, she, you know, she wasn't young. She was my great aunt. She's basically my grandma. You know, she, um, mm-hmm. was like a mother to my mother and like a grandmother to me. And, um, I to be honest I have no idea how much I want to talk about it or not.
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: I have no clue. Um Grief is really weird for yeah. everybody. Um but I'd like to think for me especially. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I'm special Michelle and the things that happen to me are special.
1: It's I I'm I'm right there with you. You're right. <laughs>
0: um you know I've been I've been a relatively fortunate person, uh, in life. You know, I haven't lost a lot of people. Um, but, uh, but I, you know, I've had some big losses in my life. Um, and this was, uh, this was the first person like this close to me to die of a long, of a prolonged illness, I guess Mm -hmm. is the way to put it. And I'm not like, you know, rage screaming or anything. I mean, I, I, I cried a bunch and stuff, but like it's hard. Cause like the only other thing I have to compare it to was like a really sudden, really tragic death.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, that's not what this was. Uh, this wasn't sudden. And I mean, all dr all deaths are tragic, but I mean, she, she passed away, you know, no pain surrounded by her, her kids and her grandkids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I consider that, you know, if you got to do it, you know, then that's the way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I've just been trying to figure out like what I want to do to cope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, like for instance, eating an entire box <laughs> of, of, uh Flame and hot Cheeto macaroni and cheese, which is probably the saddest way they, they probably have like, hotlines for people who are thinking of coping that way. You know, like if you are thinking about eating an entire box of flaming hot Cheetos, macaroni and cheese, please, there are people willing to listen to you 24 hours a day to help you not do it. Um, (laughs) yesterday, you know, I got the news like first thing in the morning. In fact, I, I think I texted you and was like, they don't think she's going to make it past today. I think I texted Mm -hmm. you that morning and said like, they don't think she's going to make it past today. And then like 20 minutes later, I was like, she just passed away.
1: I actually Um, think that that's not how it happens. um,
0: It might've been David or one of my other friends that I text all the time that I said that to.
1: Oh no. I mean, you had told me that, but I think you told me like the night prior, there's
0: someone that I was chatting with a friend that I chat with all the time who I Mm -hmm. told like, it doesn't look like she's going to you know make it past today and then like it was like 20 minutes later i got the text that yeah. she was gone so uh thanks for correcting me in my grief <laughs> always appreciated good friendship move yeah thanks <laughs> um, um but i um so I, I woke up and and you know and then that happened and um tuesdays are like the hardest day of the week for me mm-hmm. On average, because um, most weeks are unpredictable, but Tuesdays are generally very predictable. Tuesday is the day that I do Weekly Spooky. I sit down and I record the story, which, by the way, this week's Weekly Spooky is written by you, Michelle. Yeah. So if you have if if I would be shocked if you were a listener of the show and not a listener of Weekly Spooky. But if you are not a listener of my horror podcast, Weekly Spooky, you should at least check out. Uh, Normal shit. The episode that Michelle wrote. Uh, it's the latest episode of Weekly Spooky, which publishes every Wednesday. You should check it out. It's a really good one. It's uh, based on her comic book. You basically <laughs> like kind of made a prose version of a a piece from your comic, right?
1: Yeah, pretty or much.
0: Is there going to be? Is that going to be in the comic eventually, or is that just an offshoot that you kind of wrote for it?
1: I think it's just kind of like I, there I'm sure parts of that will happen, but yeah. I think that's just kind of an offshoot because I was like, how do I make this make sense? It's got to be it's because I don't want to just put like a snippet in there with like no, yeah. like not explaining things. Sure. You know?
0: No, that's cool. So it's like, yeah, it's like a it's like a bonus story. Yeah, uh, exactly. In, in the comic.
1: It's like an, an omake, but really long.
0: I knew you were going to have some anime ass thing to say. I knew it. Um, so, (laughs) so I'm working on weekly spooky Mm -hmm. and one of the things that you have to do, uh, that I have to do when I do weekly spooky, unlike this show, this show can have a little bit, it can be a little relaxed, you know, like we can have, You know, you can hear a car drive by. We're just sitting and talking. You know, you can have the window open, hear some birds or whatever. You can hear my air conditioning running because we're just having a conversation. But on Weekly Spooky, it's supposed to be this scary, atmospheric, enveloping thing. So I need quiet. You know, uh, as quiet as is possible. I live in a suburban area and stuff, but it can get pretty damn quiet, honestly. One of those things, though, is shutting off the HVAC. And I've even mentioned it on episodes of the show afterward. I'm like, I gotta be honest, I'm sweating because Mm, I had to shut the HVAC off. And then that story took like an hour and a half to record. And now it's like, it's like 77, 78, 79 degrees in here. So, uh, so I'm shutting off the HVAC and I noticed that lately when I shut it off, it runs for like another three or four minutes And then sometimes while it's in the off position, and now now I mean the off on the thermostat, not like I didn't cut power from it. Mm
1: -hmm, Right.
0: um, I noticed that sometimes it would just kick on.
1: Like it's short cycling
0: or something. Now we had an issue where it was doing that really bad and we had Mm -hmm. that fixed and it was different, but it was just like kicking on. And I was getting frustrated and I had actually the day or two before I fell down a rabbit hole reading about Google, Google nests, you know, the, the thermostats that are digital. So I was like getting really pissed off cause I'm having a really rough day. And now all of a sudden this fucking thing is doing this stuff. So I pull the faceplate off of it and, uh, it looks fine, but it has two double A batteries and I'm like, Oh, maybe it just needs new batteries. Mm. So I pull the batteries out and they are corroded as shit. I mean, they are really, really corroded and I'm trying to fix this up and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's just like erroring out entirely. And it's like completely busted the thermostat. Mm-hmm. So I get mad. <laughs> I'm like, screw this. <laughs> so I went to Best Buy and I bought a Google Nest, which by the way, they're not that expensive anymore. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, the Google Nest used to be like $300. Now the, the, the newest model is one hundred and thirty.
1: I mean, that's definitely better. That's not
0: terrible. I mean, for, for the features you get, uh, you know, and the ability to like save a bunch of energy and blah, 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 blah. And they're cool. So (laughs) I, uh, my grief stricken brain is like, let's just friggin' do stuff like, you know, like, let's do it. Let's do it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to change my thermostat myself. And I'd watched a couple of tutorials and I'm not, this is not me being like crazy DIY guy. The, the thermostat comes with DIY instructions to mm-hmm. just change it out yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's very simple. Basically this version of nest, as long as you don't have a high voltage thermostat uh, or the, or, you know, the cables aren't high voltage, you can just hook it up yourself. Mm-hmm. If it has high voltage, then you just can't use that version. You have to buy a more expensive nest that's meant for that type of thing. And yeah. it's re- and it's really easy to tell if you have high voltage because high voltage will have like thick wires, you know, with like twist caps on them. And you know all this because you're a fucking home inspector.
1: Yeah. They need bigger wires for the, yeah, bigger gauges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I'm not trying to mansplain this to you. No, It's no, just that it's I don't believe just... you understand.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, you're right. But <laughs> no, but the, you know, there's other people listening who might not know about wi- wire sizes. Yeah.
0: So, and like, um, this is a battery powered thermostat, so there's no, um, C wire, which is the, oh, what's that called? The, the common wire is what they call it, which is just for powering thermostats. Um, there's no C wire because my thermostat has batteries. Well, so does the nest. It just has batteries to power it. Mm -hmm. So I, (laughs) I'm like, screw it. So I open up my thermostat. I see all the cords and they tell you, they're like, they give you these little sticky band, uh, little, not band-aids, little sticky labels. You yeah. can put on each wire mm-hmm. to make sure you don't forget which one but they are. But you
1: don't do that because you're just like, I'll remember these wires. I would
0: not do that because I have no confidence in my competence.
1: That's what so, I do.
0: So I, but I was like, I'm not going to use these stickers because they don't stick very well. And what if one falls off and I'll get confused? Mm-hmm no, there's only four wires. My house is a one floor home. You know, there's four wires. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, instead I am going to make a, um, a legend. So I'll just look at the thing and be like, okay, so this is wire C is, uh, or not wire C, but like, cause I didn't have one, but like, uh, the wire wire Y that's a yellow wire and wire mm-hmm. R that's a red wire. And then all of a sudden when I was on the last one, I was like, Are they just the color (laughs) of the... Yeah, they are. They are. So I didn't need to write anything down. I could have just literally been like, R goes to R. Y goes to Y. G goes to G. uh, W (laughs) goes to white. You know, like, it was so... (laughs) It was so painfully easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Beyond the initial, like, it didn't even take me 25 minutes. Like, it didn't even take 25 minutes. So um, now... I could tell my house through my um, Alexa. I had to say that quietly so that oh, it didn't so it activate. <laughs> uh, I can tell it to like, I can ask it what my thermostat set to and then tell it to turn it up or down, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Although mm-hmm. when I ask it something like, what is the humidity in the house, which it tells, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, Alexa like snaps at you. Like it's angry because it's like, I don't function. I don't feature that yet. And I'm like, God, sorry. I asked, excuse me all the hell for having a house. I can chat with. So I'm I'm yeah. excited, but also I discovered that that thermostat was like reading wrong because I was, I thought it was weird that I was keeping my house at like 70 degrees. I felt like mm-hmm. that was a little on the cold side mm-hmm. for me, but it's what felt right. And my, my mother will kill me if I, to save money, um, am too warm. <laughs> she would literally kill me. So, uh, I set it to 70 and then all of a sudden I'm like walking around the house and I'm like, whew, it's, uh. So I set it to 72 and that feels much more like what I'm used to. 72, mm-hmm. 71 tops. Before it was 70 and sometimes even 69. Nice. Wow. I know. Um was what I used to set on. So I think that it was like 2 2 degrees or so off. Cuz now I set it to 72, maybe 71. So and I can set it so that at midnight it automatically goes to 74. And then at 9 a.m. it automatically goes back to my comfort setting, which is 72. So I don't have to touch anything or anything. And it's not just like an auto thing. It actually activates early so that at that time is when it hits the comfort temperature.
1: It's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: So and when I leave, it has an economy setting. Um, that's good. for the temperature that's now I didn't let it go full economy. Cause I, the dogs are here. I don't want them to sit here in like 83 degree weather or temperatures. So well, I,
1: it's, it's, it's okay for me and it's yeah. not okay, with, okay. Well,
0: you are yeah. majority hairless. So yeah, that's true. Um, they're big, uh, furry mountain dogs, Yeah. so they need a little coolness. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so. <laughs> that's what I did with some of my grief was I installed it. And then after that was all installed and perfectly done and everything, then I was like, Holy crap. It's like an hour and a half until I have to go to the movies and the show's not done. I had recorded like two thirds of it and then stopped and let myself get distracted by, you know, this stuff. Cause that's how I am with grief. I think is I just kind of like today, other than doing the show, I've just been like wandering or uh, wandering on the house. It's weird. Cause you know, I, I work from home and like there are lots of places I work mostly in my office but like in my seat in my living room my favorite spot to sit I have like my laptop right there and my iPad right there so sometimes I work there and mm-hmm. you know so like I just have been kind of just drifting around the house like working a little here and then drifting over somewhere else and working a little there um Yeah, yeah so um Yeah Uh, I at least thought that at least the nest story was at least a little funny and not so sad as everything else I could talk about would be very, very sad. Mm
1: -hmm. That's true.
0: Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Do, do you want to say something or should I just start talking about sad things? I mean, you know, it's I, like,
1: I mean, I don't know. What do you want to do?
0: Uh, what I really want to do is get rid of this indigestion. From eating this, splitting hot Cheetos, macaroni and cheese. Why did I think it was fun? It wasn't even good while I was eating it. I was just, it was okay, but I was hungry. So I just ate it all because I was really hungry and now I'm still hungry and I feel gross.
1: Ew.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not okay.
1: I'm sorry. I wish. I don't know. I wish you didn't have to eat that.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. It was my destiny. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. Uh, Like part of me wants to just like, (laughs) and go to another topic and try to find one because, Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we usually do or what I usually do is like, just kind of steer things into brick walls. Like I usually do. um, and then part of me wants to just talk about Betty. I don't know if that's the right thing to do or not.
1: I don't think there is a right thing to do, so oh
0: thank you for not helping um yeah,
1: I know <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know I don't know um I don't I fuck man <laughs> um. What? You were going to say something. You should say something.
1: I I don't think I was actually.
0: <laughs> no, um I my family is my family is not really it's kind of, you know, splintered and not really very I don't have a very big family. Mm-hmm. And um my um my grandma on my mother's side, she passed away in 2006. And we were not close. Mm. Um and um, around that same time, uh, my grandmother on my father's side, uh, just they just kind of let me go. They just stopped talking to me. Um, I will say that my grandma on my father's side has been working t- hard to make amends. She's living in an assisted living home, and I go to see her sometimes. And she's really trying to like be cool and be a and be my grandma now. But I went a really long time where the only you know, the relative that like that like cook Christmas dinner and, uh, and Thanksgiving was Betty. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, so we call her aunt Betty, but she's my great aunt. So she's, you know, my mother's aunt. And, uh, so she's, you know, grandma age for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and, Betty was just always there for me and my mom. We, there were a lot of times where we really, um, didn't have a huge support system and Betty and her husband, Charles, who unfortunately he, pa- he passed away, um, in 2004, I think, or I believe 2004. Um, they were always there for us. I remember when we finally bought our first house, they, uh, they, uh, got us a dining room set. We didn't have one. And, uh, all we had was like a couch and a love seat and our beds and I remember my mom was, you know, just, you know, trying to figure out like, what are we going to do with, you know, all the space, you know, trying to make mm-hmm. it look nice, trying to make it a home. Cause we hadn't lived in the best places. Um, and, uh, and, 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 but more importantly, this was ours, you know, it was yeah. a big goal for my mother. And uh, I remember Betty and Charles like showing up in Betty's minivan. She had this red minivan. She had it forever. She had that red minivan until she lost her license. You know, until she had to get wow. her license suspended indefinitely because she was mm-hmm. just not able to pass the uh, the test anymore. Because I mean, Betty, you know, was almost ninety, so she she had a good run. Um, but I remember that <laughs> red minivan. That, uh, always, always that red minivan. And I, one of the. Um, So the house I live in now that I rent mm-hmm. um my mother owns it uh but she lives with her husband and I rent this house from my mother and I'm intending to buy it someday
1: right
0: and uh but this was the first house my mother ever owned this was the this I moved in here when I was about 10 9 or 10 years old so I have a lot of fond memories in this house and stuff it's weird that now it's just all mine mm-hmm. it's it's kind of funny but um uh but I remember when we were looking at houses, sorry. Um, I remember when we were looking at houses, we looked at a bunch of houses, kind of like this one. And this isn't the yeah. biggest house. It's a ranch house. It's three bedrooms. I'm in the smallest bedroom of the mall. It's not very big. The mm-hmm. house is like, I think, uh, 1080 square feet, roughly. Um, but it's not the smallest house either. I like it. I'd like this house. I do. Um, Good house. thank you. Um, but, uh, I remember after we looked at a bunch of houses and most of the houses were much nicer than this one. I mean, in the way they looked and they were bigger. And I remember, <laughs> I remember I was a kid, you know, so I was kind of a brat. And I, and at the time we had, we were living in a townhouse for a little while and it was really nice. And I didn't understand being a kid, that it was better to live in a house you could fix up that you owned than to live in a really nice rental. Mm-hmm. You know, that was why mom, what mom wanted. Yeah. So when we, when it turned out we could only get this house, which my mom even wasn't in love with this house in its current state at the time, state at the time, she, (laughs) we called it the dog's butt. It was like, it was like, and then there's the dog's butt over on, I almost said my street name. Um, uh, You know, then there's the dog's butt. Um, but when we got it, I got really sad because I didn't like it. It had like ugly carpet, had yellow wallpaper. And I'm a little kid. I don't get that. Like, we're going to fix it all.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: but I remember. I remember that. Um, sorry. Um, I remember that one of the things Mom said that made me excited to move here was we were we were uh, like a third of a mile up the road from Betty. We were like in her neighborhood. And that was like the, that was the thing that made me excited to live here. Cause it was like, I could just go walk to Betty's house. I could just go walk over to Betty and Charles. And they were both, you know, almost retired age. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to pop in on them all the time, all the time. I used to walk over there and, um, I remember, uh, in the summer, uh, uh, you know, if I walked over there at one or something, there was always cold soda. And Betty used to give everybody soda exactly the way she liked it, which was a a really tall glass all the way full of crushed ice. And then you just (laughs) added your soda until there was no more room. And then you drank until there was enough room to add more soda. And -hmm. that's how Betty liked her soda. So that's how she served your soda. And I remember I would go and I would just sit and watch TV with her, you know, and uncle Charlie, he was a really cool dude too. Um, He was like a nerd. He was like a tech nerd. So he'd always be like, Rick, come over here. You're going to love this. And it would always be like, he had like a mini disc burner. Remember mini disc, the yeah, music format, yeah. He had a mini disc burner. Wow. He was so excited. He was like, listen, how good these sound. And he like play his gospel music on the mini discs. Um, Uncle Charlie was a gospel singer uh, professionally. Oh. And he wrote a famous gospel song. Um, will I see you in the rapture? Um, Or I will see you in the rapture. Sorry. I will see you in the rapture. Um, Which no joke as a kid I used to always if I went to like a friend's church or whatever it was in the back of Bibles like yeah in fact um, I don't know if I'll ever be able to find the photo again but when I was helping Betty uh, uh, pack up her house uh, before she ended up in the nursing home. Uh, we found a photo. She was just like name as well. She's like, oh, that's Charles and so-and-so and that's Charles and so-and-so and that's Charles and Johnny cash. And that's Charles. And I was like, Whoa, 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 whoa what <laughs> Betty? What? <laughs> and she was like, Oh yeah. He, uh, he toured Jerusalem with uh Johnny cash.
1: Wow. And I was like,
0: Whoa. <laughs> yeah. uh, Charlie was the first showbiz member of my family and kind of only showbiz member of my family. Um, well, I—I I mean, other, I didn't mean other like not including me. Sorry, okay. I, I, that was actually a slight at another relative, and I don't want to say their oh, name. Okay. <laughs> I
1: meant,
0: I meant he was the first. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I see why that was. Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. being self deprecating for once. Um, but Uncle Charlie he always had something fun going on, and he had his little office. Um, you know how you've been to my house. Um, mm-hmm. they had, uh, uh at their house, the garage went all the way to the back wall of the house and they turned that little spot into his office. So there's like okay. a divider. So the garage is over here, but his office is over here and he always had something fun going on on his computer. I remember one time he called me. He was like, he would always say, Rick, you're going to love this. Um, and one time he was like, Rick, you're going to love this. And he hands me a metal detector. And I was like, Oh my God. And I like went out searching for <laughs> treasure all day. <laughs> So, um, and there were also things like, you know, sometimes things would uh, get hairy with mom at work and, Ork, and uh, I would stay with them in the mornings and they'd drive me to school and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there were a lot of times where they just, they just stepped up for us all the time, really. Yeah. Um, and of course, Betty's house was where we had Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners for more than a decade. Um, in fact, um, When she, had, when she sold the house, which just made sense. I mean, she still owed money, long, long story, but she owed money on the house. Yeah. So it made sense to sell it so she could pay off what she owed and then just use the rest of the money to live on. And I, uh, I remember the last Thanksgiving at her house, uh, cause me and, and mom, we cooked for her. And it was really nice because you know, um, for years and years and years, she'd make the. She didn't make the. She had to learn how to make the turkey because Charles always made the turkey until he passed away, <laughs> and she usually pawned that off on her son Kim. She like Kim makes the turkey, I make the stuffing and the and the cornbread and the fried corn, which is so good. Fried corn is is amazing. Uh, that was Betty's and, and chicken and dumplings, which was Betty's specialty. The secret mm. to Betty's chicken and dumplings got to use Kroger biscuits. Don't make them from scratch. Don't do no good. Betty was from hazard Kentucky by the way Um, uh, and she grew up I mean she was born I mean like a really long time ago I I wish I I don't have the information in front of me and I don't feel like getting it but um, she used to tell me stories about growing up in a tent city she grew up in like what literally is a shanty town she grew up in a town of tents outside of hazard Kentucky which is pretty
1: wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um so um uh, um uh sorry, it's just like there's so many thoughts. Uh, but uh, I had so many good memories of um Christmases and Thanksgivings and occasionally a 4th of July, occasionally there'd be a a, a cookout and um and I remember Betty Betty Uh, Her thing was, you knew Betty was unwinding if she had a Bud Light. That's how you knew she was unwinding for the day. And we'd all encourage Betty because she'd never finish it. So we'd always be like, Betty, have your Bud Light. Like, have your Bud Light and enjoy yourself. Because she'd never finish it anyway. It's not like she was going (laughs) to drink herself, (laughs) stupid. Um, Betty used to also, she was not a habitual smoker, but she would occasionally smoke a cigarette maybe once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite exchanges ever witnessing between my mother and Betty was when Betty had to change doctors and the doctor asked her if she smoked and she said no. And my mom, after the fact, my mom was like, Betty, you do smoke. And she's like, that's none of his business. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, it's exactly Mine his business. Is. Cause, yeah. cause she was just like, he was a normal person. She doesn't let anybody who's not close to her know. She smokes a couple mm-hmm. cigarettes every now and
1: yeah.
0: then. <laughs> yeah, It's none of his business. Um, she was just, you know, she was a fiery person. Mm -hmm. Um, she had an incredibly strong personality. Um, one of my favorite, (laughs) one of my favorite Betty moments is one of my cousins, uh, had brought his girlfriend to Thanksgiving years and years ago. And she was wearing like really short, short, uh, short skirt, like hot topic, really, really short, you know, skirt. Mm -hmm. And everybody was nice to her, but the moment she was gone, (laughs) Betty was just like, I was like, she seemed nice, but I don't know about that outfit of hers, and uh, and and I was like, what do you mean, Betty? And she was like, I don't know. She looks like she she dresses like she's looking for something. <laughs> 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 that was that was Betty. You know, like <laughs> she. She always impressed me by virtue of being very old school, you know, and, and stuff like that, but not being shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, Betty you know was never a friggin' racist. You know, she had some stuff where you go, Betty. And Betty would be like, all right. You know, like she might say a little something. I mean, B- Betty was old, man. You if you thought like see, because people be listening to be like, ah. ah. Betty would like say something that came off a little racist and you'd confront her and she'd be like, all right, Betty's sister, my grandmother would just say racist stuff. And if you did not like it, you just get out. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a difference. (laughs) And that's another thing to point out is that Betty and Charles, um, not all people uh, approved of the circumstances of my birth. (laughs) I mean, it's the same now. It's just for different reasons. Uh (laughs) 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 but no, uh (laughs) but no, um, you know, not everybody was super fond of the circumstances of my birth and I don't think I need to spell it out for everybody. Um, but you know, it's like, I, why couldn't I have just been the product of, you know, unwed, pregnancy. Why couldn't I have just been the product of like kind of interracial b- baby? Why couldn't I have just been the product of like woman and biker? No, I had to be all fucking three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there were people who were not a big fan, mm-hmm. but Betty and Charles were not that those people. Um, it's <laughs> I'm really lucky that I'm such a like an open wound of a person. Um, I, I I tell people I love them a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm really glad that I'm that way. Me
1: too.
0: Because <laughs> the reason I'm getting emotional right now is like I wish. <laughs> I was literally having this stupid cliche thought where I was like, I wish I could have told Betty this. And then I had to stop and go, well, I mean, again, I wish I could yeah. have told Betty again yeah. Yeah. how much I love her. Cause I told her a lot, how much I love her. And I made a really difficult decision that maybe I'll regret someday. But once her dementia got really bad, I, I didn't go to visit anymore. Um, It was really, really hard on me and I, uh, it was hard when she couldn't recognize me and stuff. So I just, I made that decision and my mother respected it. And, and I think, I think I'm the only one who's like, maybe it was a bad idea. Everybody else is like, you do what you need to do. And I'm like, no, I'm a terrible person. Please shoot me in the face. You know, Mm -hmm. um, but I did tell Betty a lot, you know, and Betty (laughs) and Betty was Betty, you know, she'd just give me a hug um, stoic country folk, <laughs> you know, I love you too. And then just like, hug you. <laughs> um, also, uh, because I lived so nearby, and I'm one of the grandkids, kinda, but not, but kinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, my phone always rang when the television didn't work or when the satellite TV was down. You remember this, right?
1: Yeah, cause cause one time, um, like she couldn't get her car to start while I was over. <gasps> did you get to yeah. meet Aunt Betty? I did. Oh I did. Oh my god, you did yeah. meet Aunt Betty? I remember now because she was at Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm so glad you got to meet Aunt Betty. That makes me so happy. (laughs) It does, though. It makes me really happy. Um. Um. (laughs) Sorry, making fun of how I hear myself in my headphones. I'm like, wow, I'm really high-pitched. Um. No, it just makes me happy. Like. The next girlfriend texted me today, say, I'm so sorry you lost Betty. She was amazing. And I'm like, oh yeah, you spent like three Thanksgivings with Betty. I'm Mm -hmm. glad that you, that she left an impression on you. I got a uh, Facebook comment from, um, uh, from my friend Dwayne, who's been in a couple of my movies. Um, The opening of my romantic comedy, Making Out, which you can find on Tubi if you want to watch it. Um, At the beginning of it, there's a scene where the main character is jogging and he stops uh, to rest for a second. And there's a guy walking this tiny little dog and uh, they have an exchange and then it turns funny and the guy runs off. Well, that little dog was my Aunt Betty's dog. Angel It was a little teacup terrier. And we shot that in front of Betty's house. Cause like I said, right down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. So the entire crew just drove over there and we filmed there. Cause I thought it'd be cool to do that. And also, so Betty could see me work a little bit. I thought it would be neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause she always, she loved that I made movies, but she didn't know anything about it. You know, and she watched yeah. a couple of them, the ones that, you know, would fit her, her, her She was at the world premiere of calamity. Jane's revenge. My mom brought her and she was like, I really like that. You know, Ricky needs to make more Westerns. She's allowed mm-hmm. to call me Ricky. She's, she's not grandfathered and she's great aunted in. Um, but, um, but Dwayne commented, uh, on that and said, and said, is aunt Betty the woman that we met on that day? We shot on making out. And I said, yes. And he was like, and he was like, she was such a sweet lady. Um, you, you probably didn't know this, but she was offering to make us all lunch, but we didn't have time to stay because we were just going to be there and then leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, but she made me take a Coke, like a little can of Coke. And she, and, and she made everyone, and I kind of remember this part. She made everyone on the crew call her aunt Betty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So everybody, they couldn't call her Betty. They had to call her aunt Betty. <laughs> and it just made me really happy that, um, that he could be like, you know, she seemed like a really incredibly sweet person. And I was like, thank you. I'm glad you got to hang out with her for a minute. I really am.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: um, and, uh, I got a comment from, um, my, my friend Vicky, who is actually the mother of one of my childhood friends growing up, who they were actually across the street, neighbors of my aunt Betty for five years.
1: Oh,
0: um, yeah. Cause they, oh my gosh. Cause yeah. Cause one time, uh, Betty's car was dead and we had it towed and she called me and was like Betty isn't dead is she like she was so scared because Betty was very old and lived by herself Mm -hmm. she was just really worried because she hadn't seen Betty in a while and then all of a sudden her car got towed out of the the driveway she was like Betty's not dead is she and I was like no Betty's fine but her car is dead Uh, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's coming back this time Betty Mm -hmm. used to go to this one the same mechanic all the time and just dump tons of money into that stupid minivan I mean she only went to the grocery store so You know, Um, but no, that makes me really happy you got to meet Aunt Betty. I didn't remember that right right off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. That is so great. I'm so glad you got to meet that sweet little ball of fire that is my Aunt Betty. (laughs) And you got to see her when she was still pretty friggin' spry because she was still driving and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that makes me super duper happy. Um, It really does. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, but yeah, I was always helping her and sometimes it was really stressful and sometimes it was fine. Mm -hmm. There was also a period of time where she was having a ton of heart problems, which turned into nothing. Um, which is great. But, um, so there were a couple of instances where I would get a phone call and, uh, my mom would be like, I'm taking Betty to the hospital. Um, will you go and sleep at her house with her dog and like feed the dog and let the dog out? Mm -hmm. Um, and I would, I didn't have a dog of my own at the time, so it didn't matter. Although uh, unfortunately Angel passed away suddenly she had a, a heart arrhythmia or something that just, um, she passed away very young but she got to meet Henwolf a couple of times and that little dog was just fascinated by giant dogs <laughs> um, and Wolfie Wolfie, it's funny Wolfie doesn't like little dogs that get in her face but that dog was so little Wolfie just didn't do anything about it it was so <laughs> funny I'm sorry if this is rambly um,
1: no it's not
0: I just want to celebrate Betty a little bit.
1: Yeah. She was
0: awesome. She was really awesome. Um, so I want to tell two more Betty stories and then I want to stop talking. Okay. Um. um sh- okay. I'm going to start with the heavy one and then I'll tell the funny one. Okay. So I was bullied as a kid, right? Yeah. 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 You're like, you're like, I hope so. No. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I was bullied as a kid and I lived so close to my elementary school that, um, you know, I could walk to and from. Mm -hmm. So, um, one day in fifth grade, uh, I was walking home and some bullies decided to just follow me and they chased me all the way to my house And I ran into the house and I locked the door and I hid and they like were pounding on my door and like knocking on my windows and, and, and screaming stuff at me. And I, and, um, and I didn't know what to do. So I called, um, I called my mom, you know, and my mom is like, I'm, and my mom is like, I'm calling Betty. Betty shows up in her red minivan little four foot couldn't be four foot ten you saw her she mm-hmm. was really short uh little aunt betty in her early 70s probably at this point gets out of her minivan and starts chasing and swearing at these little kids you little sons of michael you get out of here right now and just chases them off wow and I'm uh, and she chased him off, and then you know I opened my front door, and uh, she came in. and She gave me a big hug, and 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 was just like, you know, it's okay. They, they, you know, they're gone. They're stupid. Don't listen to them. <laughs> and I forgot to mention. I mean, it wasn't. <sighs> Mom didn't say I'm calling Betty. Mom said I'm calling Charles. Mm-hmm. It's just oh. I remember it that way because Betty was who showed up. Charles was not home. Mm-hmm. So oh, Betty probably. showed up by herself and chased all these kids off. It happened again. Really? <laughs> Believe. Um, years later, different bullies.
1: Good. I, um, I would hope that they wouldn't try that. Oh,
0: again. well, that time Betty showed up with her daughter, uh, who was like my mom's age. And mm-hmm. they and, that, and they literally, her daughter like literally chased them up the street. Like saying she was gonna kill him and call the cops and all this shit. But uh they're just I love that memory so much of her holding me like that. (laughs) Betty never told me to be normal. She never told me to get a job. She never told me to, to do anything except make my mom happy. <laughs> and she used to say that all the time. She used to say, you know, she used to. When I used when, <clears throat> when I used to visit her, um when I used to visit her just a few years before she had to, you know, move out of her house, you know, so recent, more recent. <laughs> but she used to sit there and just be like, and she used to just be like that Karen. My mom's name's Karen. She used to be like that Karen. She is one of the good ones. And she, and she turned to me and she go, and she sure loves you. <laughs> I'm going to miss Betty a lot. I loved her so much. So what? This is a story. I don't remember that my mom tells me. This is a story. My mom tells me Mm -hmm. uh, has been telling me my whole life, this story, but I don't remember it happening. But so, when I was a little boy, um, I had a lot of hand-me-down clothes, which I don't think you did, probably because you were the oldest, right?
1: Yeah, hard for me to get them from anywhere.
0: Well, you see, my mom's childhood best friend had a son three years earlier than me, mm-hmm. so I would get boxes of stuff, and we wouldn't even go through it; we would just put it in the closet. Yeah. So I spent—I had a lot of fun. Uh, I have a lot of fun, fond memories of being like seven, eight, nine, 10... And uh, spending the weekend in my closet, just discovering what I had, mm-hmm. and I would literally like run down the stairs, and be like mom, mom, look, I have a green suit, and my mom would be <laughs> like, "That's cool," you know, i be like, mom, mom, look at this sweater. Like I had no idea what was in my closet. Mm-hmm. It was actually really fun, um, and and it was like a, it was kind of like shopping at a thrift store too, though, because some of it would be too small, mm-hmm. some of it would be way too big. You didn't, mm-hmm. you know, no, but because of that closet of magical potential. I used to dress really weird at school. Um, and I used to... Uh, I used to... Before I started wearing my Star Trek uniform in school, which that came later, I used to wear suits to school for no reason. Like, in, sec- in like third, fourth grade. I used to just wear suits. Wow. I would just I'd f- I found a suit in my closet. I thought it looked cool. I'd wear a suit. Mm-hmm. And one time I was wearing a suit to school. I probably did it, like, tw- like ten times. But it feels like I did it a million. But, uh... One time, Betty had to drive me to school, and as Betty's driving me to school, <laughs> this is my mom's recounting. Mm-hmm. As Betty's driving me to school, Betty said, uh, <laughs> Betty said uh, do the other kids in your class dress like that? And apparently, I don't know how old I was uh, mm-hmm. exactly, but uh, apparently I turned to her and just said, I'm not like the other kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh...
0: And, and, uh, and, and mom said Betty's response was, uh, was just fair enough. Um, so, you know, I guess, uh, so I'm just thankful that I had somebody like Betty because it's easy for somebody like me to forget because we all focus so much on negative things sometimes, you know, like I don't have a dad. I don't, I don't have a dad. My dad abandoned me. Um, but I had Betty and I had Charles <laughs> and I had Betty a long time. I was really fortunate to have her for so long. And, uh, <laughs> I remember Charles. i am actually, one of the nice things about this whole mess is that I've been able to, I've been remember remembering a lot of really wonderful things. There was never, I never, there was never the moment. Like, remember that time Betty and Charles were mad at you? No, it never happened. Betty and Charles mm-hmm. were always so kind to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I remember uh, Charlie, Uncle Charlie, uh, <laughs> uh, my mom telling me that Uncle Charlie once came to her and was like, you know, he doesn't really seem to want to hang out with the kids at the family functions. I'd go hang with the adults. Mm-hmm. And my mom would be like, yeah, he seems to like adults. And Charlie would be like, well, I mean, he pretty much have a conversation with him. And I'm like, four, five, whatever. <laughs> and my mom used to always tell me that. she always be like, yeah, Charlie was like, you can have a conversation with that kid. <laughs> So I'm just thankful. Yeah. Betty always wanted me to know that I was special and that it was good and that it was fine. And that if anybody had a problem with me, they had, her, they had to deal with her first. Mm-hmm. And that's something I want to give to the people I love. And I hope I do. If anybody has a problem with, if any, if any of you motherfuckers have a problem with Michelle, take it up with me first, you sons of bitches.
1: No, don't, don't, don't just take it up with me. It's fine.
0: I would normally, uh, I'm pulling the the curtain back. I would normally have put the ending right there.
1: Yeah. I kind of figured that would have been a good spot, but I don't, but I,
0: I want to like, I want to say, so I just want to say, um, rest in peace, Betty Feltner. Thank you for all the love and thank you for everything. And I look forward to remembering you for the rest of my life. And thank you, Michelle for, (laughs) for watching me cry for like 50 minutes. Because you're the only one who will. Everybody else, if they're smart, they've shut this off already.
1: <laughs> oh, you know everybody. You you know that people like. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think people will find this one funny. But if you do, I'm coming for you.
0: Wait, what? Well, I said some funny stuff.
1: No, it's not a funny episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You
0: can email us at this show is awkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com
1: or whatever. See you next time.